Hello everyone, my name is Angelica Waters and I just wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself and explain the reason and purpose behind my podcast, Heal. This podcast will be dedicated to that person that is ready to accept their hurt, their pain, their illness, or mental health issue and turn that process of exception into a healing triumph. As a young black woman living in a world with so much pressure, I dealt with trauma that hindered my growth process until I came into the power of acceptance. And I call that my starting point to heal. Once I embarked in my journey of healing, I was able to reconnect with my true self, now stronger and wiser. I am ready to share my journey and allow others to share their healing journey by allowing my podcast to be a safe place. Healing is a journey and you shouldn't have to heal alone. If you are ready to take your life back, this podcast is just for you. Now let's heal. Welcome back to another episode of Heal with Angelica Waters Podcast, where we discuss all things healing. And on today's episode, I have a guest joining me today, Miss Ashley Browning, entrepreneur, author, and self-care strategist, as we will be discussing today's topic, Love Thyself. Ashley, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I am fine. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Yes, yes. Thank you again. This is so awesome. Now, before we get started, Ashley, do you mind letting our audience know a little more about you? Um, As she said, my name is Ashley Browning. I am a self-care strategist. Um, I actually have a background in counseling, rehab uh, counseling. And so I've been in the field um, of human services since about 2009. And I realized that a lot of people have been suffering mainly because the lack of self-care. So that has really what put me into the mode of working more with self-care, self-love, meditation, and mindfulness. Now, let's get started on today's topic, love thyself. Um, Now, Ashley, I understand that self-care and self-love is more than a priority to you. It is a lifestyle. Uh, Now, to those who don't know or and or understand, could you explain what is self-love? Self-love to me is loving you completely all of you your flaws and all even the parts that you don't like you still love them um so and that is basically the basis of how you can take care of yourself the best is when you truly love yourself i love that amazing so ashley i saw in your bio you started a non-profit organization so love in 2013 and 
that was for the vulnerable, the under, unserved, I'm sorry, underserved uh-huh. and forgotten, including in 2018, self-care ain't selfish. Yeah. Which was birthed out of the need to promote wholeness, awareness, and education around self-love. Now, I would love to know, like, what motivated you to start your nonprofit organization and what started your healing journey? Um, so I started my nonprofit, like you said, in 2013. I had just recently moved back to Dayton, Ohio. Um, I was in Kentucky for eight years. And then when I went back here, I realized there were some gaps in services. Um, so a lot of people were in crisis mode, but they had to go through loops and hoops to get some things that they needed. So that's how Soul Love was kind of birthed. It was, it's a platform to let people know that I love you, we love you, and Jesus loves you most importantly, right? So that is how that post. So we are, our, our foundational scripture is John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. So we are, that's why we go by so loved. Um, so then fast forward, um, I think love has always been the basis of everything that I do. So um, now we know that, you know, through so love, we know that we love you, that Jesus loves you. So now let's work on ourselves um, because it's not enough to know that somebody else loves you. You have to know and love yourself for yourself, right? So um, self-care and selfish, I started with two co-owners and we started this as um, a way to give back and reach back into women of color who um, needed transparent um, gathering pretty much. So it was a a way for us to be all in a room together and share and be able to release. Um, So that started, my journey started around 2018 um, about self-care and self-love and just really tapping into who I was and tapping into um, the love that I had for myself. And so I wanted to be an example to other women who look like me to know that I ain't got it all together, um, but I'm on a journey with you all and let's get this thing together and let's get it right. So that brings me to present day where I have now morphed into doing self-care coaching um, for women of color primarily. Um, But black people in general or black and brown people in general, I want people to know um, that you can take care of yourself and it's okay and it's not selfish. Thank you, sis. Yes, yes, yes. So, as I was going through my, I guess, self-love, healing, self-care journey, um, I realized that I didn't really even know what self-love really was or even if I was loving myself correctly. So, like, do you believe, like, as a whole collective, like, do we know how to love ourselves? Well, um, I would say that... I just can only speak from a black lens. Um, so I would say from love is taught and I don't know how often prior to our current generation, so the millennials and the Gen Z's are getting it. Um, but prior, I don't know if our mothers and our grandmothers was able to stand in love. We knew they loved us and they loved us by providing for us but I think we needed a little bit more as to um, actually showing us, telling us you know, I know I didn't get told I love you from my parent until I probably was headed to college so, you know, 
mothers are now more conscious about telling their kids, I love you. Um, so like when you have that example at home, I think it morphs into, you know, who you are as an adult. Um, I think that also um, our parents doesn't talk what love was. So it's the generational thing about what love is. I know in my family, in my family unit, uh, we have been taught that gifts is love. So I had to change that perspective for me. So like, I know um, gifts are love language, but it's definitely not my love language because I would rather know than, you know, be given a gift. So sometimes we do other things to show love, which is fine, but we have to figure out how individuals want to be loved. So just because um, you may want to be loved with gifts doesn't mean that somebody else may be physical touch or whatever. And kids have love languages as well. So realizing what those love languages are and how you can meet people in their love language, I think is the way to kind of bridge that gap between what love is and and I think that we have to understand that love is like a vast thing. So it's not just one way to love somebody. And it's a difference between I love you and unconditional love. So figuring out what the unconditional peace looks like. And that is, like I said, loving yourself regardless and in spite of. So that's where I want to get people to get to the place where, you know, I love myself, even though I want to lose 20 pounds, I still love all of me how I am right now. I love that. That just sounds like, you know, just embracing and appreciating who you are right now, even through whatever it is that you may be going through. Mm-hmm. So I love that, yes. So what, um, now, I also want to know, like, why is having a self-care routine important? I think for me, I think self-care is important because it's self-preservation. And we know that people are dying younger and younger, right? So um, to prevent, we have to do our part. Of course, we all know we have a death time and a death date, but let's not, you know, accelerate the process by doing something that we could prevent. So for me, I think self-care is a necessity because it puts you in your holistic self in mind. So that's mind, body, and soul. It's all taken into account about how you feel. And if we check in with ourselves more often, I think that would alleviate us from high blood pressure, alleviate the stress, alleviate the heart attacks and the strokes and the diabetes and all of that kind of stuff. So really check in and say, how are you feeling today? Um, How do you feel mind, body, and soul? So allowing yourself to even sit in your feelings and know what what that even means. Um, I would definitely start with journaling. I think that you can, um, if it's focused on self-love, I would write everything that you love about yourself and everything that you want to work on on the other side of the sheet of paper. 
and every day you focus on one thing that you love about yourself and how can you better um, make it implement that strategy into making it a strength and not a weakness or whatever it may be. So journaling, I think, is a good place to start. And those daily affirmations and those positive affirmations, basically just speaking positively over yourself and um, bringing down anything that comes negative to your mind, like being able to quickly throw it down, um, to be able to change that into a negative thought, into a positive thought. Well, you right. You just basically gave the advice to keep going. Like, don't stop, right? So you want to make sure because nobody is perfect, and I think a lot of people we also will struggle with discipline and consistency. So being able to uh, celebrate yourself in that you did it for ten minutes a day five days so be able to celebrate yourself in those milestones to say i was consistent enough to do it for this amount of time and if you stop just pick it back up don't just like i like you said keep going um and like i said get you a pattern or a routine we all know 21 days build a habit so if you can't get to 21 days at least get to that seven days then you can get to those 21 days so just pacing, pacing yourself out and making sure you're taking your time to get to the time that 21 day habit and then you make it a actually daily a daily routine question i think that like when i really started to focus on me it was like a life-changing experience um and what i mean by that it was like i'm my own competition um the only person that can stop me literally is me so i've been able to be from a place of as you say healing and i'm for me i look at it as freedom um, so I'm operating out of place, a place of complete um, freedom. And of course, we all struggle with um, living in truth sometimes. And so being able to live in your truth, being exactly who you are, not who your mom wants you to be, not who your dad wants you to be, not who your family wants you to be. But being exactly who you are and doing exactly what you want to do is probably one of the best things that you could ever do. So being in a career, being a business owner, Whatever you want to do, be free and be exactly who you are. Um, life is too short to just be doing whatever. So whatever makes you happy, do it. Um, so like I said, it's a place of complete freedom and being able to know my boundaries, being able to know what my standard is and being able to know that I'm not settling for less has been a completely a complete game changer. 
so glad that um, as you was explaining that, like you said, it's freedom, and it really is. Like it's like a it's like a like a high. Like just knowing that you know you you loving yourself and you're not and you're putting yourself first. It's like mm-hmm. the ultimate bliss. Like so. I'm yeah, like, and it's no guilt and there's no shame around it. Like. It's okay to say no. It's okay to be like, no. And I'm sitting on my couch, but I'm saying no to you because I want to sit on my couch and not do nothing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I can honestly say that it has definitely been a lot of, I guess, you know, with everything going on um, this past year or two, um, a lot of. I think that we all have a spectrum of uh, mental health and I think that whatever you um, feed the most is what you will put what gets fed the most and what comes out right so I also believe that um, with anxiety and depression I do think those are uh, medically um, diagnosed um, mental health symptoms and diagnoses right um, but I also think that we can, if we put more time into ourselves and not focus on outside um, external things, that we can probably prevent some of that anxiety. Because if you are checking in with yourself, you'll be able to know, okay, my anxiety is not doing well, or I'm not feeling the best. So how do I, um, you know, do I need to go see my therapist? Do I need to check in with my mentor? So those check-ins are very important in helping with the anxiety and depression because you'll know which steps to take if you're able to check in with yourself daily to be able to say, hmm, something is off, but I'm not quite sure what it was. I'm going to schedule me a therapy appointment or I'm going to call my best friend or I'm going to do whatever you need to do to make yourself better. Yes, exactly. Just having that self-awareness that mm-hmm. Check in with myself. Something is off. What's going on? Going back to reassuring yourself that you know everything is okay. Once you sound like to me, once you know yourself, you're able to really do that and tap in. Right. I like that. <laughs> yes. So um, I see you are also a sexual health advocate um, as well. Now, why is sexual health important when it comes to self love and self care? Uh, so for me, I think those two kind of go hand in hand. Okay. So I think that for self-love, if you love yourself, like I said, the standard has already been set. So now that the standard is set, you know what you will accept and not accept. And that will be in relationships that could be in sexual relationships. That could be how you care for yourself. So your overall self. And when we think about sexual health, we think about making sure that you are protecting yourself the best way you know how and making sure that you are safe in all possible situations. 
So I think that self-love and self-sexual health kind of go hand in hand. And we know the sexual health is a taboo thing um, mm-hmm. because we don't want to talk about sex, but we all got here some type of way, right? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. so I think that, you know, just having an education around what that looks like. Um, so like I said, my focus is primarily um, African-American women, especially in that arena of sexual health. In my current field, I am um, a project manager over a grant where we work with um, 18 to 24 year olds where we um, teach them about sexual health and substance abuse um, prevention because we are African-Americans are number one for STDs and HIV. So I want to be able to give that education and be able to lend that ear for others to be able to know like we can prevent we can protect ourselves and that's mm-hmm. it. something that is beautiful something that is should be fun it should be nothing no shame or no guilt behind it but why are you in there let's protect yourself and let me show you how we can you know get to that point where we're able to say no and this is what i like and this is what i don't like and this is what i want you to do and this is not what i want you to do so mm-hmm. being able to have that voice in that space exactly exactly i love that now since we're on this topic and i can definitely bear witness now is there's a lot of um females um i'll just say just just women in general uh who how can i say this we we over give mm-hmm. and we over give in relationships a lot to the point where we forget ourselves um now for our women this this is mostly for women our men too but like for our women like what advice would you give a woman who is in a relationship um but still wants to practice that self-love and self-care within that relationship um i think that i'll that's all based on boundaries Mm -hmm. um so being able to uh, use your voice and say this is what I want and this is what I don't want this is my self-care day leave me alone during this time uh, so being able to set those boundaries uh, within your relationship um, to be able to say this is you know what I want mm-hmm. and I think that we have to set a standard and like we know that we are in an era of Netflix and chilling, right? <laughs> so we know that if um, that's not your standard, don't go for it. Don't even start in that arena because now you're going to be looking like, well, all he want to do is come over and Netflix and chill. Well, you already set the tone. There so you go. why does he want to, why would he want to date you now when he didn't have to date you in the beginning? Mm-hmm. So being able to set the standard up front, like if you want him to call you or you want him to text you, or you want him to date you, set the standard. Tell him this is what I want, and these are my expectations. and Or set her, whoever your partner may be. Um, so you got to literally set the standard up front and being able to set those boundaries and being able to implement boundaries when things change because things will change. Mm-hmm. And being able to say, all right, all right, um, I'm seeing something I don't like here, yeah. or this is, I'm not comfortable with this, or I would like it if we could compromise in this area. So being able to use our voice and being able to communicate, we know communication is the most effective tool that we have. So being able to literally use your voice set those boundaries, put you first and not the relationship, yeah. and then everything else will go into, come into play. Uh, 
I love that response. Yes, yes. Thank you for that advice. I needed it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good question, then. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, honestly, I was like, that is just what you were talking about. Like, oh my gosh, I just had to ask. Like, yeah, so perfect question for our ladies and great response as well so thank you for that um now what advice do you have for anyone who is wanting to learn how to love themselves but are having a hard time doing so um i would i always say that it's all about time and it's about how you set your time um so like for people who is uh who have kids making sure that you set those boundaries like set them boundaries even with your kids so if you have a bedtime for your kids at seven o'clock or eight o'clock whatever the bedtime may be making sure that you do that because you're honoring not only discipline and structure for your kids but now you're honoring time for you to be able to unwind at least an hour or two before it's time for you to go to bed so being able to literally implement a schedule i think is probably the best way to start is to say um, say if you work, so if you at work, um, five minutes a day, I'm going to read my favorite passage or listen to my um, my favorite song, or that can be somewhere you can start, or deep breathing throughout the day. So literally writing into a schedule, self-care and self-love, journaling, meditation, all of that kind of stuff, like putting that into your day. I love that. That is exactly what I do. I noticed that if I don't have a schedule, or if I'm not like, um, you know, like implementing that in, within my day, like I'm kind of everywhere and it kind of gets me off track. But just knowing that you have a schedule, you're writing it down and you're being kind of organized, you're able to get a lot of things done. You're able to uh, put in time for self-care and self-love when you do that as well, especially when you got a lot going on with children and working. And stuff like that so that was an amazing response so i love that thank you yeah i would you. say definitely put that use that schedule um and put that into play and of course you know when you get into routine it just becomes a habit but at mm-hmm. first use that schedule yes yes absolutely now i have one more question for you before we end today's show love now what are some um self-care um self-care things that you know we can do Oh, I would say, so there are eight components of self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, I have those on my website. You can check those out. Um, but I would say focus on one of the components. That would be one thing that I would suggest. And the next thing I would say is um, do what you enjoy. So for me, I'm a person who likes to be in nature, right? Um, not like in the woods or nothing, but like outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I have to honor myself and being able to be outside. And if that's just taking a walk or um, going for a bike ride or something like that. So some of the things that you can do is, you know, of course, we know exercise, um, being able to um, journal, meditate, being able to connect with your therapist, being able to um, hang out with friends, social, that is one of the components, um, financial self-care, being able to have a budget, being able to manage money, yes. like that is a part of also your whole self. Um, so those are some things. I actually have some free things as well on my site, which include music. Um, we have a coloring, some coloring pages. Uh, we also have um, a calendar, which is a daily thing that you can do that you can uh, take five minutes to be able to do. 
Um, and also, um, you can do, um, I have a, actually another self-care um, calendar as well on there. So you can be able to write down things that you can do, like drink your water, uh, making sure that you're eating uh, healthy and stuff like that, because you want to take that all into consideration when you're thinking about the holistic part of you. Um, so um, self-care can be anything from, I know a lot of times we make it an activity-based, but it's really not activity-based, because a lot of things that we do for self-care is maintenance. Yeah. Um, so more so, like self-care is more so like your soul care. Like what can you do to make you a better person? Um, so if that is working out, if that is, um, you know, studying for your next test or whatever, like whatever is making you the best version of you, that is what self-care is. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> you, you are definitely a strategist. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so thank much. You. Yes. Yes. So thank you again for joining me, Ashley, and discussing today's powerful topic, love thyself. I will also like to give a special thank you to my amazing audience and Healing Tribe for joining us today. I pray today's episode was informative and valuable to you all. Also, be sure to give us a feedback, share, and subscribe on any of your favorite podcast stations and or on my YouTube channel, Heal with Angelica Waters Podcast. Also, check out my ebooks on health and wellness and many merch like our Eat to Live and Heaven Equal Woman Tees listed in the link in the description. I will also include guest information where you can follow up and reach out to my special guest, Miss Ashley Browning. Her website is amazing. Definitely go there, you guys, if you guys want to get some self-care tips anything it's 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 beautiful i love it (laughs) yes so ashley before we end today's show do you have any closing remarks for our audience today and i just um i just want to say make sure that you are selfish and it's not a negative thing be selfish with yourself and knowing that it's okay to take care of yourself first um so we are my slogan is self-care ain't selfish so making sure you know that and don't have any guilt or shame surrounding that and just be selfish. Yes, uh, say be selfish is okay. Okay, uh, I literally okay. had to learn that. Like it's really okay to say no. And I'm sorry, I'm in, end off with that because I, I see you know we are we can sometimes be people pleasers. And I was like, wow, I please a lot of people but myself. So <laughs> let's go ahead and reevaluate that. So. I love this. Sis. Thank you so much again. Thank and you. thank you all again for joining us today. Mm-hmm. And we leave you all as we came. Peace and blessings.